Now we move on to the next chapter in Likuti Alochis, which is entitled Hiltilchis Natila Sedaim Shachris. The laws of washing your hands when you get up in the morning. Even though we touched on it earlier, sometimes you'll see we'll see that as you follow the Likuti Alochis, sometimes you'll say Halacha 4 is actually what was discussed earlier in a different topic. That's the fourth discussion on this issue. But for now, he's starting from Aleph on the topic of washing hands. First, he quotes the Shulchan Aruch. When a person wakes up in the morning, you should wash your hands, etc. Rav Nelson says, look up the chapter in Likutiman that begins with the words of Yom Habikurim, Simen Nun Vav, chapter 56. And there, Rabbi Nezal says, Kiyesh bechol echot mi Yisrael bechinas malchus. Every single Jew possesses an aspect of malchus, authority. A father is an authority in his house. A teacher is an authority in her classroom. You know, each one, all kinds of different levels of malchus. That's what Rabbi Nezal discusses there. Ayn Sham, review that chapter on the Kutimran as an introduction to this halacha. Now Rav Nosazal begins. Ki hamalchus During the nighttime, the kingdom of Hashem is in exile. Another word for the malchus is the Shekhinah, the spirit of Hashem, which is referred to in physical terms, not that there's anything physical about it, but just for us to have a way to relate to it, Kaviochel as Hashem's wife. The Shekhinah, the mother, the queen, goes into exile. She goes down into the darkness, into the Sitra to be with those sparks of holiness that are down there, to try to see what can be rescued, what can be taken out of there. Ki ikr shleimus hamalchus al yidei arichus yomin, hainu b'chinas das, b'chinas chasodim. Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in Likut Iran that malchus is compared to the moon which has no light of its own whatsoever, other than what it, what it receives from the sun. Just like a king, a king has no power. It's the authority that the people give him. If people accept his authority, if they put him in charge, and they're ready to follow his direction, then he's king. So kingdom is something that in itself is nothing. It comes from an outside source. It comes from others. This is why we say the moon has no light of its own, it receives the light of the sun. So too, the, the Gemara says, Korabonus mekaberis es baaleho. The kingdom, authority, buries the one that possesses it. He's usually, they're usually the ones to get to die young. People, you know, people in leadership positions. The Gemara brings proof from the sons of Yaakov Avinu. Yosef HaTzadik died first. Why? Because he was involved in kingdom. He was the viceroy to Paroi, and many other proofs. So Rabbi Nazar says, so therefore, kingdom is deadly. Or king, we know the Gemara tells us that Dovid HaMelech was supposed to be born without years at all. Supposed to pass away within the first 30 days of his life. And he needed Adam Arishan to contribute 70 years of his life in order for Adam to have any life. And also the Ovo Yisakdoshim, Avram, Yaakov, Yosef, contributed years to the life of Dovra Melech. So we see that Malchus, Malchus, the Shleimus HaMalchus is through Arichus Yomen. We have to feed life, longevity of life into the Malchus. Because the default about Malchus is 
short-lived. Most kingdoms are, are short-lived, unless you're pumping arichas yamim into it. You're pumping longevity of life into it. Which Rabbein Azal shows there, longevity of life is das. It's chesed. To the degree that a king or a ruler has advisors, good advisors, there's brains being used. Not just I'm boss, do what I say or else. To the degree that there's das involved and chesed involved, that pumps longevity of life into the malchus. And we know that nighttime is the opposite of that. Nighttime is darkness. Givura. And that's why nighttime is a time when the das is hidden. And that's why the malchus shrinks then, it becomes smaller. And it actually takes the elevator downstairs. It goes down, down, down among the sitrachra. Now Rav Nosanzal is quoting again from chapter 56 in Likut Imran. That Rav Nosanzal shows there that a person receives das from the hands. We know that when Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to appoint his student to take over, he placed his hands on the head of Yoshua, thereby shining the das into Yoshua to be able to take over the leadership position. Smicha, the term smicha is appointing a person to a position of authority, leadership. And that comes via the hands. As the Pasuk says, Niso levaveinu el kapayim. Let us lift up our hearts to our hands. Because the hands are mashpia, something, some of this das into the heart, into the mind. During the night time, the pulse is weaker. It's, it's, it's lighter. And that's why a person, the organs of a person's body are heavy at night. When a person sleeps, their, their hands are asleep, or even when they just wake up from sleep, the body is heavier. It's not, not as mobile. And that's why during the nighttime is a time when atzvus, depression, darkness, those things take over. They're, they're in power. As the Pasuk says, During the evening, I sleep in tears and crying. And the main thing that the sitrachra attaches itself and tries to weigh a person down is regarding their hands. As Rabbein Azal shows over there in Likut Imran, When the Pesach speaks about depression, it says, and about the, the, the struggle in earning a livelihood, it refers to the depression of the hands, showing that this depression, this tumma, this sitrachra, tries to attach itself especially to the hands. The Alkane and therefore Babaker in the morning, that's when the person's spirit is renewed. And all the parts of the body are renewed, they're rejuvenated. And then the depression leaves. as the Pasuk says, that in the morning, we have song. Song is the opposite of depression. 
and the pulse starts flowing at its normal pace, you know, throughout the throughout the body. And the main place where the pulse can be measured is in the hands. That's why we have this procedure of purifying our hands in the morning specifically. Because the hands are where that das is given out from. The hands is where the atzvus ruach settles in in the evening. The hands is where the pulse is, which is pulsating. That's like the, the battery of the whole body in a sense. Therefore, the, at, therefore, in the morning, the first thing we want to address is the hands, purifying them. Because that's where the atzvus sets in the most. So that when we're reversing that process, the place where we're able to start injecting holiness into the body is via the hands. Therefore, we have to sanctify them and purify them. And purity is with water, we know. Water is compared to kindness throughout the Torah. And also das. And this gives us the ability to start rebuilding the malchus. We said during the nighttime, the malchus shrinks and it goes all the way down. By As a result of washing the negelvasa, we're able to start building the malchus back up. Because the main part of the body that's involved in building up the malchus is the hands. As the Pesach says in Shira Shirim, chapter 2, it's talking about Hashem and the Shekhinah. They're having this beautiful conversation back and forth. So the Shekhinah says about Hashem that Hashem's left hand is under my head and with his right he hugs me. So we see that the hands are playing a very, very important role in bringing the Malchus up, in bringing the Shekhinah closer to Hashem. This is initiated through the heartbeat, through the pulsating of the heart, which is transmitted to the hands, to the pulse that's in the hands, till the person feels the ability to lift up their hands heavenward. And it's from heaven, from Hashem, that we receive the words to speak. Rabbein Azal over there in chapter 56 discusses the concept of a machloikis, a division, a splitting apart of the two hands in a sense, for the sake of shamayim, for the sake of das, emuna, chasodim, as Rabbein Azal elaborates over there in Likutim Aran. This is the concept of das, whereby the main perfection of the malchus is when that das is flowing properly. Now Rabbi Nosazal says, now he quotes again the same Gemara that he quoted in the previous halacha. This is what the Gemara says in Brochus, page 15. A person who relieves themselves, washes their hands, puts on tefillin, says, Kriyashma, it's as if they accepted the full, full authority of Hashem. 
iker shleimus hamalchus alidei shemachnienes horav aklipois hanechos migdusha. Because one of the main requirements in order to complete the kingdom of Hashem is to subdue the evil, the klipos, which attach themselves to the Kedusha. And this is why Rabbein Azal writes over there in the Kutimran, She'ikr shleimus hamalchus lohichiach uleyaser esaom k'dei legoresh eshorav haklipos. That again, one of the main aspects of Malchus is the ability to reprimand and to punish the people when necessary in order to remove the negativity or the klipos and everything. The Pesach says, remove the waste matter from the silver, filter out the junk, you know, refine the silver by removing the, ju- the, the, the waste matter and filter out, clean up the Russia before the king and establish the throne of the king with chesed. Rav Nosnal says, Bechesed daiko. Look what it's saying. That in order to establish the throne of Hashem, we need chesed. Because through chesed, you receive das, which is connected to chesed. We said Das and Rachmonis go together. And this is why we have to wash our hands twice. We wash our hands once as soon as we wake up. And one time before a person has cleansed themselves at all. And afterwards, after we wash, when the person finishes relieving themselves, they wash their hands again. Because Rabbein Azal explains over there in the Quran, a person cannot get rid of all of the evil inside himself, all of the bad things, without das. That's why we have to first wash our hands once to purify the hands, to be able to draw that das. Bechinas arichas yomim, das is synonymous with longevity of life. We'll see soon how. And this makes it possible for us to reveal Hashem from his state of hiddenness. Meaning to chase away and to eliminate the forces of Tuma that try to hide and cover up the holiness. And this itself leads to longevity of life, Bechinas Das, Kemavur Shom, as Rabbein Azal explains over there in Likut Imran. This is the concept of washing the hands a second time. The first washing of the hands was to chase away the Ra, the Klipos, and those things, and to start drawing the Das. When are we going to really receive the Das? With that second washing of hands. So the first washing hands is to remove the filth, the negativity, the ra, the klipos. The second washing of the hands is to draw those meime hadas. And this is why the next thing the Gemara mentions is putting on tefillin. 
Because by purifying the hands, that's what gives us the ability to lift them up. As the Pazak says, When I lift up my hands towards heaven, as the Pazak says, lift up your hands in holiness. And from the Yodayim, the Yodayim help us to be able to draw Das into our mind, into our Sechel. And this is what generates the light of the Tefillin, which is Sechel. They represent life and longevity of life. Like the Gemara says, A person who puts on tefillin will be to life. So we see that tefillin is an expression of this life, this moichen, this seichel. Now Rav Nosanzal says, This is what the Pesach and tefillin means when it says, who is capable of climbing the mountain to go up to Hashem? And who can remain there? Who can stand there solidly? What is this mountain of Hashem? Who can climb up? Who can achieve Das, understanding of Hashem? That's the mountain of Hashem. That's the place of Hashem's holiness. For example, the holy temple, which was a center of Das. That's where you had the most learned, the most knowledgeable people in Klal Yisrael sat there, the Sanhedrin. And the Gemara says, any person who has Das, it's as if the Beis Samikdash were built in his time. How do you get to that? Neki chapayim, by purifying the hands, ubar levov, and having a pure heart. Kalidei bar levov, neki chapayim. Because through a pure heart, a person has clean hands. Because the Pasuk says, Let us lift up our hearts to the hands. The heart gives over that purity into the hands. And through this, the person will be to climb the mountain Tashem, which means to be to true Das. I lift up my hands to Shamayim. Rav Nosan Zal says, The term Shamayim here is referring to the kind of debates that the rabbis had in the Gemara, which was a machloikis. Not They weren't arguing for the sake of arguing. They were arguing for the sake of bringing out new insights in Hashem's words, being able to generate new halachas, new interpretations, new clarity in the word of Hashem. Chesed Gevura Teferes She'oyle Venas Mimena Chochma Bina Das says this is what the Arizal speaks about when he says that sometimes people through by doing good things, good deeds, studying Torah and everything, we have the ability to elevate the light that was in Chesed Gevura and Teferes to elevate it to the level of Chochma Bina Das Chesed Gevura Teferes are the hands and the heart area that area of the heart, by purifying the heart and purifying the hands, they're able to lift up, to elevate the holiness 
to the level of Das, to the level of Chochma bin Das, as he mentioned here. And this is why the Shulchan Aruch points out in chapter 4, paragraph 3, that before a person washes Nekel Vasser, they're not, you're not allowed to touch the seven openings of the head, the eyes, the ears, the nostrils, and the mouth. Those are referred to as the seven candles which receive the light of Hashem's face. The light, when Hashem is, is pumping light into a person, it comes via those seven openings, corresponding to the seven candles of the menorah in the Beis HaMikdash. Hainu HaSeichel, this refers to the Seichel of the person. The HaKabolah, where does the person receive it? When a person, when a human being receives anything, where do you receive? With your hands. Mehayodayim. Ukshayodayim tmeyois, yuchayim alakabal lehefechas v'shalom. And when a person's hands are still impure, when they haven't washed their hands yet in the morning, if they touch the eyes, they can be giving over the opposite of Seichel. They can be injecting foolishness and the opposite of seichel into since you receive via the hands. Just like we said, when, when a tzaddik gives over a chachma, he gave, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu anointed Yoshua, it was done with the hands. So we receive our seichel from Hashem also via the hands. That's why step one, purify your hands before you make any contact with the openings of the brain. And after we put on tefillin, we recite the Shema, Shehi where we really show that we're accepting Hashem's authority upon ourselves. And the person is to this emun and Hashem by having washed his hand, relieved himself, washed his hands, and put on tefillin. This is a, con- a concept of revealing Hashem from a state of hiddenness. As the Pesach says, Hashem Eloikeinu, Hashem Echad. Our Hashem, Hashem is one, meaning, Shafilu Bechol Ha'astorois, Kula Mekablam Chies Mimenu, Veles Asar Ponomine. When we say that Hashem Elokeinu, the Hashem who is Elokim, who is all over the world, Hashem Echod, it is the one Hashem, meaning that there is no place in the world that is not receiving from Hashem's light. And this is why the Zohar Kodesh says that when a person is saying the word Shema, the, the, the sentence Shema, when you get to the word Echod, to hold on to that Dalet a little bit, Echod, not to say Echod, or some people, some people, but to hold on to that dalit, not to let it go so quickly, to try to stretch it a, a little bit. The Zohar Kodesh says that that's what that's based on the pasuk that says that the king should always have the king of the Jewish people always had to have a sefer Torah with him, so that he will have longevity of life in his kingdom. Remember we said before that kingdom shortens a person's life, authority. So when it comes to kingdom, we have to try to inject longevity of life in there. Where do we do it? That's where we inject. 
the Dalit of Echad, the letter Dalit always represents Malchus, kingdom. Dalit means Dalus, poverty, the kingdom which is poor. It has no light of its own other than what it receives from other sources. Hainu Kanal. This is tied into what we learned earlier. She'ikar kriyashma shu dalid de'echod hu b'chinas hamshocha sarichas yom emshu adas l'techa malchus. The essence, what kriyashma is all about is drawing life, which is das, into the malchus, which is that dalid of echod. And this is why the Gemara says, kol hanifne v'noitel yodov v'meniach tefillin v'koyer kriyashma that after a person did all of these things, it's considered as if he accepted the full kingdom of Hashem upon himself, in full. Because all of these steps that we described here, removing the waste, purifying the hands, the das, all of these things, are all the different steps involved in completing the malchus. If you look throughout all the Sifrei Kabbalah and all Sifrei Hasidus, they all tell us that our mission in this world is Tikkun HaMalchus, completing the Malchus. Because as we've mentioned in the past, every other attribute of Hashem is not dependent on us. Hashem's Chachma, Hashem's Gvur. Malchus' kingdom has to be king over whom? Who is acknowledging your kingdom? Who is accepting you as king? So that's why Hashem created all the worlds. And our mission is to address, 99% of our mission is addressing the Malchus. That's what our focus is. And this is why you'll see throughout all the Sifrei Hasidus, all Sifrei Kabbalah, they're always focusing on this. You say, hold on, what happened to all the other guys? What about Netzach? What about Hoy? They, though they usually do not need our input. Hashem is beaming the light into those vessels. Our objective is to work on the Malchus, to work our way up, starting from the Malchus and work our way up, usually, usually. And this is why our rabbis tell us over there in the Gemara, and they conclude by saying, that a Jew who follows these steps, the relieving himself, the, 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 all the different steps we mentioned, it's considered as if he dipped in the mikvah. Because all of these steps we describe are comparable to what the mikvah accomplishes. As Rabbi Nezal says over there in chapter 56, that this halach is based on. Rabbi Nezal shows over there that a Jew going into the mikvah is connecting with a very high level of das and chesed. Because when Hashem first created the world, what was the world? Wall-to-wall water, right? And then, only afterwards, he separated the upper waters and the lower waters. So the world, in its original state, in its highest form of purity, of holiness, of kindness, was wall-to-wall water. When a Jew submerges himself into the mikvah and encircles, surrounds himself completely from head to toe with water, He's reconnected, re- reconnecting to that state of holiness that the world is in before it got messed up, before the Eitz Adas, when the Das was Bishlemus, when the Chesed, when everything was perfect, in a sense. That's what he's tapping into when he dips into the mikvah. And Rav Nosanzal is telling us here 
that on a lower level, when a Jew follows these steps, the negelvasser, the the washing, the, the relieving oneself, washing hands afterwards, putting on tefillin, kriya shmatfila, to some degree, they're affecting similar effects to that dipping in the mikvah. And this is all the main completion and perfection of a malchus. As Rabbein explains over there in chapter 56, Ayin Sham, study that chapter. Now Rav Nosanzal adds again, he wants to make it clear, look over chapter 56 on the Kutimran, well, and you'll understand what I'm saying here, because over here Rav Nosanzal says, I was very brief, I wrote it very short, I didn't elaborate, I didn't connect the dots that are already connected over there in the Kutimran. You will not be able to understand this chapter because we just learned well without first looking over the chapter in Likut Imran. Now when he says this, for starters, it's a comfort because the person's learning this and they're wondering, why is this so hazy? Like, how come that, you know, he's throwing out words and I don't see all the connections? There are some times when he does make all the connections. How come he didn't do it here? The answer is it's for two or three reasons. Reason number one, that in, in the particular connections he's making here, they've all been made fully over there in Likut Imran. Number two, could be he was writing this when he was traveling under different circumstances. So he didn't want, he couldn't elaborate more. And he wrote whatever he could to get the idea that he wanted to get across. The details, check your Likut Imran. You'll look over there for the details, connections. You'll see how everything fits together, mamish, like a glove.